Let's do it. This is Buccaneers Total Access, Total Access. with head coach Bruce Arians. Front ball at the 25, 20, 15, 10, Mike Evans, touchdown Tampa Bay. Brought to you by Advent Health. With award-winning care and a network of convenient locations, Advent Health is here to help you feel whole. Learn more at yourcareyournetwork.com. Fire the cannons. Now your host, Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips and head coach Bruce Arians. Welcome into Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians. And coach, of course, congratulations on the win. Such an exciting one. And I wanted to hear what it was like to watch so many guys win their first playoff game. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, the energy in the locker room was great. But again, it wasn't like, hey, they were over, over Julian. I mean, it was like exuberant. It was, uh, hey, we still got work to do. Uh, it was great to win, but we still got work to do. Yeah, just the first step. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, I know you guys have made the Super Bowl the goal of the season. Uh, so you're, you're not to the, the finish line yet, but um, it is the first playoff win since the Super Bowl for the organization. Have you gotten a sense for what it means uh, to the organization at large and to the city of Tampa and the Bucks fans? Well, to the, to the Glazier family, for sure. They're, they were elated after the ball game, and it was great to see their smiles on their faces and, uh, and the pride. Um, have not, not being able to go out, it's hard to get, get a vibe from the fans, but I know they're excited. Yeah, that's very true. And, of course, the big storyline for the week was Mike Evans and um, what I am viewing as the miracle that is his knee and that he is part superhero at this point because it looked so bad last week. And then to feel like he even had a shot at playing was incredible. So I wanted to hear what the process was like of when you realized he had a chance at it and how you made those decisions throughout the week to let him go ahead and get out there. Yeah, for me, it was, it was really right after the game, uh, knowing it was hyperextension. Uh, it was all just had her fingers crossed about swelling and the next day there was no swelling. So I knew he was going to have a really good chance to play. And then I know how tough he is. Yeah. And I mean, you said, I think after the game that he was playing at about, you know, 85, 90% and considering that that resulted in 119 yards, I'd say Mike Evans at 85% is, is pretty incredible. How did you view his game? And, and even just in context of his season overall? Oh, that was fantastic. I, I mean, he got it out, played great. And, uh, you know, I can't ask any more of a player than uh, what Mike has given us all season. And what was the importance specifically of that 35-yard catch to, to set up that final field goal? What did, what did that play mean in light of the game at large? Yeah, that kind of iced it for us. And, uh, you know, that was a, it was a great throw, great protection, and, uh, and Mike whipping his guy one-on-one and just, Tom just dropping it in there. And uh, that really sealed the deal for their, from there on out. And Ryan Suckup, uh, four for four, uh, what did his performance say to you about just the, the confidence you guys can have and, and what that meant to the game? Yeah, I mean, we got an extra point block, but it wasn't Ryan's fault. Uh, everything he's done has been super consistent all season, and uh, and he's clutch. And what did happen on the the blocked extra point? What were some of the things that, that happened there and the ability to, to, to move forward from that? Uh, two couple guys inside just didn't get their inside hands up quick enough with enough power and uh, ending a split. And I know that his four field goals, I'm sure you, you wouldn't have wanted him to have to kick that many field goals. Settling for, for four field goals after trips to the red zone is, is not part of the plan. And I know red zone offense had just been um, something that you guys were on fire with early in the season. But Washington did have the, the fourth best red zone defense in the regular season in terms of touchdown percentage. So what was uh, going on in terms of our offense and their defense that led to that not being quite as successful as other times this year? Yeah, just a little bit of lack of execution down there. You know, we had Gronk open, and uh, it's about three inches where his foot's out of bounds on the back line. Uh, but, again, a great read by Tom, good ball. We just we just didn't have enough quite room right there. But um, the others were just 
didn't execute. And uh, something we got to work on. Saints are going to be really, really tough in the red zone also. And Antonio Brown now has five touchdowns in the last four games. He scored in four straight games. What has been working so well with him, particularly in the end zone and red zone areas? Yeah, just doing his job. I mean, uh, and, you know, he's a heck of a player. Uh, he, he knows exactly where he's supposed to be at all times now. And, uh, you know, Tom has done a great job. When, when Tom does improvise and get out of the pocket, A.B. adjusts extremely well. And tell us about his touchdown in this game in particular. Take us through that play and how that worked. Yeah, we had a go called, and uh, Chris went down the middle, and he was really wide open also. And they were they were in an inverted two-deep zone, so that corner was in a bad spot. And, uh, and Tom did a good job of looking him towards Chris, and A.B. just expanded out and made it easy for him. And how about Chris's touchdown? Tell us about that play. Yeah, another great one. He put a move on that safety. It was unbelievable and uh, and just ran right by him. Again, great protection. Um, Tom put a dime on him. What went into your decision to go for two on Godwin's touchdown? It was early in the game, and uh, we had plenty of football left, so it was, well, let's get it, let's just get back on track uh, with an even score. And I know that uh, Chris Godwin had a few drops in the game, which, of course, is very uncharacteristic of him. Uh, any idea of what was going on with that out there or, or what led to, to some of those drops that aren't like him? Yeah, it was just one of those things. I was kind of crazy. You're not used to seeing that. That's for sure. Chris makes the most unbelievable catches, and, and he's the short, most sure-handed guy we have. So I think it was just one of those things. Was the weather potentially a factor either for him or anybody else in the game? It's you know not, not normal for a Florida team to get those 30-degree uh, temperatures. No, it could, you couldn't have asked for a more beautiful night to play football. There was a little breeze, but at uh, the high 30s at this time of year, it was absolutely perfect. And Cam Brate, a huge night for him. Uh, would you argue that that was his best game of, of the year so far? Yeah, I mean, there, every play he caught the ball was a big play. And um, 80 yards for him is a huge night, but just the timing of when he caught those balls was, was really important. What is his skill set in particular and what he has, has brought to the offense? That I know that we've talked about how many weapons you guys have, so there are always games that it's somebody's night as compared to somebody else's. But uh, when Cam has been able to, to put up some important catches or, or some bigger numbers like that game, what are the things that really stand out about who he is and, and why he's capable of doing that whenever his number is called? Yeah, he, he's a really, really bright player and uh, knows how to beat zones and man. And uh, he's got great hands. You know, I don't think people realize, you know, he played last year after that hip operation and it wasn't quite himself. He's running really, really good this year and uh, and been a really good force for us. We're talking to head coach Bruce Arians. And uh, I know Gronk definitely didn't have the uh, offensive production catch wise, but I know that he was playing a huge part in the blocking game. So tell us a little bit about what he was being asked to do and how well he did it. They did a great job. Run, run and pass. I mean, he blocked those guys, those big defensive ends uh, extremely well all night. And I know that that was a, another big storyline going into the game was the incredible skill up front of that Washington defense. Overall, how did you feel like the, the team as a whole handled it, whether it's offensive linemen, you know, running backs picking stuff up, tight ends picking stuff up? How did you feel like you guys were able to handle them? I thought it was outstanding. You know, the only, the only time they got any pressure was after Alex got hurt and, uh, and Ted got in and got set. He set wrong a couple of times and got beat. But other than that, no one got any pressure. Yeah, and what will it mean to you guys uh, if you have to be without Kappa for some time? What you know, what is um, his role on that offensive line, and and who do you see fulfilling that? I know Ted Larson was who came in, but you also do have Aaron Stenny on on the roster. Who are some of the guys that you feel like could fill that role? Yeah, I mean, in this ball game, we put Ted up just for another center uh, because he can snap the ball. Aaron will step in and be the starter now, and uh, we'll miss Cap. Cap's had a heck of a year. 
And I know that uh, you guys were also without Rojo, but that was a little bit more uh, unexpected and, and last minute. What is it like to to lose a player in warmups? I mean, when it is the least amount of time possible to figure out a, a new potential game plan. Yeah, it's not the first time it's happened to me. So it was, uh, it was hey, Leonard, step up, Keyshawn, step up, and they both did. I, I hate for Keyshawn's fumble because he was running really, really well. Yeah, what did happen on, on that play? And, and then overall, how have you seen him uh, be stepping in and, and the potential that he has moving forward? No, he's got great potential. Yeah, he just had a ball stripped, uh, got a little bit loose with it and got punched out. And uh, uh, he'll he'll do better. I mean, he, 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 he was out there working on Tuesday on his ball security. So uh, he's got a lot of pride and he is one heck of a young back. And yeah, I mean, you mentioned Leonard Fournette being called to, to step up and yeah, 93 yards rushing, 39 receiving a touchdown, uh, definitely his most productive game stats wise. Um, what was working well for him in this game in particular? And, and just how has he handled uh, his, his role changing in different games, depending on availability? He's been fantastic and uh, he knows his role each week. And like I tell him every week, the whole team, your role can change into <laughs> quick quick as anything so and it did for him so and he was more than ready he had a great week of practice and uh, was ready to roll and, and probably his best performance as a buck and Brady is now the oldest quarterback to throw a touchdown in a playoff game uh, he's thrown for at least 200 yards in the first half of three games in a row which is a, a career high for him um, just I, I guess speak to the level of his play at his age that we I think because of the way he plays sometimes it is hard to remember that he is just setting record after record of both production and age at the same time yeah I, I, I look at him and I don't see 43 I mean he's playing as as good as he did in, in his 30s and uh, takes such great care of himself and uh you know, our guys take a lot of pride in protecting him and, and don't want him to see him getting hit. And we've now outscored opponents 32-3 uh, to 3 in the last three games in the first quarter. Uh, after having to talk about the slower starts for a while, definitely a, a turning point I'm sure you've enjoyed. Now that it's been more consistent and seems to be something that's been fixed, can you pinpoint anything that, that seems to have caused that shift? Not really, just playing better, better execution early in ball games. You know, the biggest thing was we quit deferring and started taking the ball when we win the coin toss. And another 500-plus um, yard offensive day, 31 points against a team that hasn't given up more than 20 points to their last seven opponents. Uh, what do you think are, are the biggest things that have really gelled with this offense? And if you start comparing it to, to earlier in the year in particular, what are the things that you feel like you can say that, wow, like look at, look at the strides that we've made that have, have led to these kind of numbers? I think more of it's balance. You know, we run the ball well, and the play-action game is – when you run the ball well, the play-action game is easy. And then the play-action gives you maximum protection the majority of the time. And, and our outside guys are winning one-on-one -on -one battles. So um, those three things all go together. And uh, our receivers are blocking well in the run game, and our backs are blocking good in the passing game. So each, each guy's feeding the other guy's hand. And the Washington quarterback, Heineke, I mean, incredible performance by him on a guy that I think I heard a stat that he has less attempts than Brady has touchdown passes in the postseason. Uh, to the challenge of him matching up against a guy like Brady in this game being called upon in, in, in a playoff scenario. Um, what was it like to see his performance and what led to him being able to, to still play pretty well against us? Yeah, it was a little bit difficult for Todd to get defense ready because we thought Alex Smith was playing. So we kind of had a game plan for him. And then another one just in case. Um, and we probably were a little simple. Uh, but our pass rush just didn't, didn't get home uh, enough until the fourth quarter. Yeah, and I know the, the defense struggled to get off the field on third down, especially earlier on. I think Washington started four or five on third downs. Uh, what was happening particularly in those scenarios? Yeah, just 
letting him out of the pocket. You know, he hurt us running the ball in the in the, in the first half, and uh, we kind of made some adjustments. But uh, you know, when you're getting ready for a quarterback that's pretty stationary, and you get one that's really mobile, it's a big change. Yeah, where did you see the defense start to uh, settle down more? I know that you, you said you liked how they played later on in the game. Can you point to any kind of turning point or, or what seemed to happen where they, they got their feet under them a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, once we took we took the lead at the eight point, what was it, eight, six-minute mark, that's about it because we did not play very well up until then. And I know that uh, missing Devin for a couple of games has, has been rough for the defense. What was the impact of not having him specifically in, in this game and then the excitement of now knowing that he has been activated from the COVID list? Yeah, I can't say enough about Kevin Minter. He did a great, great job filling in. And, uh, and we'll, we know what Devin brings, so the passion, the energy, and the speed. Yeah, now you're going to have Devin. You got Shaq back this last week, and uh, Steve McClendon's also going to be back. What did you see as um, – for all three of those guys, especially now with Shaq and Steve McClendon, the, the things that they bring and, and getting to have Shaq back this last week. Yeah, you know, we need to get Shaq going again in the pass rush. He and JPP, they've been shut out for a few weeks, and uh, we need to start getting home, especially this week. Steve's given us a great run defender and an inside pass rush guy. And how about Levante gets a sack and, uh, you know, just how important was that, especially when it came and same thing, also broke up a touchdown pass at, at a pretty key time. And just, I wanted to hear his play overall and, and the effect of being able to still have him out there and, and the way he picks up slack when Devin is out. Yeah. Levante played a great game. You know, he and Kevin, they work so well together, great communication, um, setting the defense and, uh, and Levante's Levante. I mean, he's one of the best linebackers in the league. And I know Sean Murphy Bunting was able to get an interception. Uh, Minter was definitely a part of that, tipping the pass at the line. Tell us a little bit about that play and then the play of Sean Murphy Bunting overall, where he felt like he's shown some improvement recently. Yeah, Kevin had a great rush, got his hands up. Uh, Sean's got great hands, so it was, a, it was a good job of him redirecting and catching the tip. Uh, I mean, Sean's been playing really good. I just don't like him giving up that touchdown late in the ballgame. Anthony Nelson also got in there with a sack and uh, you know, I'll, I can say this, you know, that it seems like maybe a forced fumble could have been a part of that. <laughs> that was uh, an unfortunate thing to have to watch get taken, especially because it was for Khalil Davis and would have been such a, a big mark for him as a rookie getting in there. So um, take us through a little bit of that play in particular, and then what you've seen from Khalil Davis and, and what his potential is. Yeah. He's, he's given us some good interior pass rush. He's got fresh legs and he's got some quickness inside, you know, with Shaq and JPP outside, People have been pushing it out. We need to get Sue and, and guys like Khalil inside getting more pressure. Um, yeah, it was definitely a fumble and a definitely clear recovery, and, uh, and the referees totally blew it. Uh, our game was the first in NFL playoff history to have at least one female full-time coach on the sideline for, for both sides. Uh, what does that mean to you to be a part of a stat like that, a, a moment in history like that, and, and maybe what do you think it even means to football since you have been a part of, of the football world for so long now? Yeah, I think it's the wave of the future. I think it's opening doors for more and more women to get into coaching, uh, get into scouting, um, front office. So I think it's, you know, Ron Rivera is a, a great, great guy and great coach. And uh, we were on the diversity committee together. So it was really, really a cool moment. We're talking to head coach Bruce Arians and now moving on to this upcoming game against the Saints. It has been since 1997 that the Bucks organization has played the same team three times in a season. Uh, what are some of the challenges and or benefits of a playoff game being not just a rematch from the regular season, but the, the three-peat? Yeah, it is. I mean, everybody knows each other and uh, they're at full strength. Uh, we're be close to full strength. 
So uh, it's just going to be who makes plays and who doesn't make plays. And uh, it's a great, great challenge. Uh, their defense is outstanding. And uh, obviously Drew Brees is Drew Brees. And how are you guys different than each matchup? That it's interesting how the three games are coming at such different points in the season. Uh, where are the areas that you've seen that you guys have grown or changed in each of those three times? Yeah, I think we're a much better offensive football team than we were in either one of those ball games. We were still uh, feeling our way, especially the opener. We didn't, we didn't do very. We played okay, but uh, too many mistakes. And uh, I think each guy in offense right now is on the same page. And uh, it's taken a long time, but uh, it's worked. And uh, we have to own up to those two ball games. We didn't play very well. Are the Saints mostly similar to the other times, or are there some ways that you've seen them be a little bit different, or grow, or change in any way? But yeah, they they have that two-headed monster, really a quarterback. So you always have to be ready for Taysom Hill. Uh, they have unbelievable weapons. Deontay Harris is one of the most underrated guys going, um, and you saw him in that ball game against the Bears. So I mean, they can run it. Alvin Kamara's outstanding. So they've got all those weapons, a great offensive line, and um, and defensively extremely talented. So, uh, but for us, we take care of our own business and uh, make sure we're ready to play. Yeah. What are the biggest things you guys have learned going against Taysom Hill and how to try to adjust to him? Well, they, they run a few plays with him. There's always some gadgets and stuff. And, uh, you know, they, they had a wide open touchdown and it ended up being a fumble, um, with him because he can throw the ball deep. And he was, he showed in those games, he started as a quarterback. He can play the position. And you said Drew Brees is Drew Brees. I mean, what what is it like to game plan for a guy that you know is as talented as him, has been around as long as he has, that it's there's pretty much nothing you can throw at him that he hasn't seen already? What kind of a unique challenge does that present to you guys as coaches? Yeah, I mean, there, there's things that uh, you can disguise um, better. Um, but again, this comes down to one-on-one. you got to cover Jared Cook. you got to cover Michael Thomas, uh, Kamara as a receiver. And I already, already talked about Deontay Harris. So Drew knows where the coverage is. He knows where the ball is going quick. Yeah, and, and the Saints' uh, pass rush, I know, is, is definitely a strength of their team as well and um, was quite a way to indoctrinate uh, Tristan Wirfs in his first game, and he's, he's handled everything so well. How do you see overall their, their pass rush um, and the way we've matched up with them both games? Well, Tristan hasn't had any problems, that's for sure. But uh, Donovan didn't have his best game in the second game, and he had a great, great game. I, I can't say enough how well he blocked Chase Young and uh, and really was an outstanding performance. And uh, we're going to need another one. Do we basically need to get somebody from the Saints pass rush to say that they're coming for Tom again? Is, is that going to be the, the trick to, to making sure that Donovan has one of his best games? No, I don't think so. I think everybody knows they're all coming. And how about the Saints secondary? Uh, that's a, I feel like we, we do give so much attention to the Saints offense. I, I wanted to hear a little bit about their defense and, and the ways that you feel like they've matched up against all of our different weapons. And we know that, um, you know, it, it can get a little personal sometimes when you're going against a team this often. And I wanted to hear how you feel like those matchups could play out. Yeah, there, you know, you saw it in the game yesterday. There's a lot of chirping going on and um, a lot of finger pointing and stuff. You can't get caught up in that stuff. You got to play football and uh, beat your guy one-on-one. And, uh, you know, I like our chances and uh, they're very solid, but uh, I like our chances. And finally, is there any sort of message you feel like as a head coach that you want to give the team this week um, in terms of how to frame the mentality for this, that when it is a team that you've played twice already, how to make sure that it still does have the importance and feel of a playoff game? Or or do you not want guys to get too hyped up about it? Where's where's sort of the balance of the message you want to send? Win or go home. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It's win or go home now.
That is true. All right. Well, thank you so much, Coach. This has been Buccaneers Total Access with Head Coach Bruce Arians brought to you by Event Health. We'll be right back with rookie safety, Anton Winfield Jr. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. The all-new Hyundai Elantra is the only vehicle in its class to offer completely wireless Apple CarPlay, so you can seamlessly connect to all your smartphone apps without a cable. It's technology that's easy to get attached to. For a limited time, get the all-new Hyundai Elantra starting at only $19,650. Now with complimentary maintenance. Visit buyhyundai.com today. Call 813-867-0006 for details. 25 years. Huh, that's a quarter century. Or 300 months. Or 9,125 days. Or 175 years. To your dog. Now, for something to be around that long, that's impressive. And that's what Chevron with Tecron is. Impressive. Because it delivers unbeatable cleaning power and unbeatable gas mileage. Plus, as always, Tecron is in every grade, every gallon. Chevron with Tecron, celebrating 25 years of clean. Care for your car. At Tampa Electric, we know our customers depend on safe, affordable, clean, and reliable energy. That's why we're working to move overhead power lines underground, strengthen our system to weather storms, Install advanced technology to keep you informed about outages and restoration times. And double our solar power generation by 2023. Because we're committed to lighting the way to a brighter future for you and the ones you love. Learn more at tampaelectric.com slash reliability. What is it doing? At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we are ready to care for your kids. Set up to make and keep them well and going the extra mile to help them thrive. Johns Hopkins All Children's. A healthy future starts now. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access. Brought to you by Advent Health. Now more with head coach Bruce Arians and Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Welcome back to Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Advent Health. We had head coach Bruce Arians with us the first half of the show, and now I am so excited to be joined by rookie safety Antoine Winfield Jr. And Antoine, first of all, congratulations on that win. And I just wanted to hear what it was like in the locker room after the game and, and, and what that, that feeling was when you knew you guys were advancing. Yeah, um, it was a great feeling. Um, you know, first playoff game, uh, first playoff win for us. Um, everybody was pretty much excited right after we um, won the game. Um, we still know that we got a lot of work to do um, and a long road to go, but um, everybody was pretty much excited after we got that that uh, first playoff win. Yeah, Bruce has talked about the idea that while winning a playoff game is is a big deal, when the goal is the Super Bowl, uh, that maybe it, it takes a little of the excitement out that it's just sort of like, yep, that's just the next thing we needed to do. Is that a sense of how it feels for you in there? Yeah, it's just one step at a time. Um, you know, we got to play a few games before we get to the Super Bowl. But um, ultimately, our end goal is to get to the Super Bowl. So we know that we got to play these games like they are the Super Bowl because it's a win or go home. So I, I get it, it feels like that a little bit. 
And, and how did it compare? Maybe I'm sure you had pictured playing in the playoffs that I'm sure, especially after, you know, watching your dad play for so long and think, you know, that's the whole goal of, of being in the NFL is you want to make it into the playoffs and then advance. And how did it compare to what maybe you had pictured or dreamed of or thought it would be like? Um, I feel like it was everything that I, I thought it was going to be like, um, as far as like the intensity and everything, because I feel like you could feel it. Like as soon as we um, went out there for just warm ups, everybody was like ready to go. It's it was pretty much, you know, like win or go home. And um, you could feel it from other team, too. They knew it, too. It was win or go home for them as well. And so I felt like that energy was was uh, definitely something that I imagined. What about the week leading up to the game? How did did that feel similar or different to preparing for any other game this year? I would say a little bit different, um, knowing that it could be our last game of the season. Um, everybody was really just focused on doing their jobs and um, making sure it wasn't our last game of the season. And so um, I feel like everybody mentally, they were uh, preparing as best they possibly could. Everybody was pretty much focused. Um, not like we are, aren't any regular week, but everybody, it was just turned up a little notch. Yeah. What is that like to not know when your season is going to end? Because in college, I mean, you know, for the most part, except for those couple little playoff games, most of the time it's just, you know, when your bowl game is, you know, that's it. How is it different to not know when you're going to be done for the year? Um, It's different in the sense that you want to continue to play, but you literally never know like when your season could end. So I feel like it gives you that edge. Um, it's like a burst of energy that that it gives you because knowing that, hey, this could be our last game. So we got to make sure that we we leave it all out on the field, um, whether it's going out there and practicing, making sure we're leaving it all out there because we never know that could have been our last practice or and then um, leading up into the game um, could have been our last game. But, um, you know, it's just the atmosphere is different, <laughs> totally different. Yeah, and I, I've heard so many of the coaches talk about for you that you are just one of the most mature rookies they've seen in a long time and just how ready you have been for whatever the NFL stage threw at you. Um, have there been points in the season that you've had jitters or butterflies or been nervous? And and if so, when were some of those moments? I would say um, I was a bit nervous for my first few games. Um, I wouldn't say nervous, more butterflies, you know, antsy to get out there and play. Um, but I feel like the uh, further the season went on, um, I feel like those kind of went away. And that was just like football. Um, I feel like I picked up uh, the speed of the game and know like everything that's coming at me. So I feel like I was able to be more calm and uh, confident in what I'm doing uh, as I got towards the end of the season. And was that still true in the playoff game or did that bring some of the butterflies back? It brought some of the butterflies back because, you know, it's a big game when they go home. So it brought some of them back. Yeah, for sure. We're talking to safety Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, I'm sure from where you have grown up and, and played a lot of your career, uh, the cold was uh, no effect on you. What, what was it like to get a chance to play in the cold again? And that brings some some good memories back. And are you a guy that that likes it or hates it? Yeah, I love it. Um, but it, it really wasn't even that cold out there. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of the Floridians and people that have been down here probably thought it was cold, but I didn't think it was too bad. It was actually perfect football weather. Um, but you know, I enjoy playing the cold, so it wasn't, wasn't bad at all. Yeah. You know that we all become wusses down here. You haven't done the yeah. full winter down here to, to lose the, the cold stamina. So yeah, you're, you're still, uh, primed and trained for some of that. Unlike the rest of us who become wusses immediately. <laughs> uh, how about the idea of you were preparing for Alex Smith and then of course you end up getting Heineke and, um, what what is that like to have to switch your your mindset and, and your game plan for someone like that when especially they are two such different players? 
Yeah. Um, well, before the game, we uh, kind of knew that he was going to be starting, but um, he didn't have as many reps. So it's kind of tough watching film of those guys when they don't have that many reps. So you can't really get a chance to study them. You just kind of got to fill them out as the game goes. Um, we knew that he was a runner, um, like he was a dual threat quarterback. And so we knew that we had to like contain him that way. But, um, you know, it's always tough when you get that late switch and then it's like, all right, this new guy's coming in and we don't really know how he operates. So it's it's one of those things we just got to fill out the situation. Yeah. And what were the big changes and shifts in their the ways that they are different? What were the things that, that changed about how the game unfolded and how you guys were having to play? Yeah, I would say with um with him coming in, um, we knew that he was a runner. Um, he was a mobile quarterback. He could move around. Um, you know, Alex Smith, he wasn't uh that much of a mobile quarterback so we knew that we um you know put pressure on him we would be fine but coming in it kind of changed the way that we looked at the game um basically because they, they're two totally different players and you mentioned the importance of being able to watch film um when as as a safety when you're watching film of a quarterback what are the things that you tend to key in on and I know you've talked about how your dad really always watched film with you that, that you you got much more of a jumpstart I guess on on being good at knowing how to watch film as an Mm -hmm. NFL player uh what are some of those things that you have always known to look out for and that maybe even your dad helped you realize to look out for um I would say the biggest thing is uh are the quarterback's eyes um who is he looking at down the field uh is he staring receivers down or is he looking people off and how and where his eyes are because that's where the ball is going to be um then I would say going on to his cadence how he's um calling the plays, if he's giving away any indicators that things are going to happen and things like that, and um, so on and so forth. Um, just pretty much looking at who he targets the most, um, how he operates his checks and things like that. So pretty much every detail that I can get from him, I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking in at everything. I like it. And overall, how do you feel like uh, you individually played against Washington? I feel like I played all right. Um, I feel like I left some plays out there, you know. Uh, just got to get better from it this week. Um go hard and practice and then do my best to do whatever I can to allow us to win when we play New Orleans. And how about the secondary overall? What are some of the things that coaches have said to you guys since the Washington game, now that you've been able to uh, review it a little bit and, and start to move on? Um, our main thing is just that we need to uh, talk more when we're out in the field. I feel like that was one emphasis that our coach said. Um, and that was pretty much it, just making sure that we communicate all of our calls and making sure we're just talking more as a, as a unit. And I think that's something that you've been uh, pretty good at. I know that Levante has talked about that, how, you know, first days of training camp, even he was thinking to himself, who is this voice that I'm hearing behind me that he didn't recognize yet? Cause you were so new and he turned it and it's you, it's the, it's the rookie that's doing all the the talking back there and, and communicating with everybody. Is that something that you feel like you've always been good at and been natural at, or is it something you have to really put uh, a lot of effort to do? Um, I feel like it comes natural, but um, that's part of the job. Uh, the safety position, you got to make all the checks and all the calls, and you have to be loud and have to be vocal in order to to do to your job. So I feel like that's something that, that just comes to the job, and I feel like it flows natural. And you guys were able to uh, hold Gibson to only 31 yards rushing on 14 attempts. What was really working well as a whole defense for you guys in the run game? Um, I would say – um, I, well, first and foremost, our run defense, our front seven is ridiculous when it comes to the run. So I'm going to throw that out there. Um, but just being able to be uh, disciplined, um, fit where we're supposed to fit and uh, be where we're supposed to be, I feel like that's what allowed us to hold them to those uh, low amount of rushing yards. And, of course, uh, I got to ask about what it was like to watch Mike Evans, just A, the fact that he was 
able to be available for the game and then mm-hmm. to put up 119 yards after the week before it had looked like he was going <laughs> to be out for a long time. I mean, what, yes. what was that like to, to get a chance to watch that whole process and him have a game like that? Yeah, um, it's inspiring. Um, it really shows his character and um, how much passion he has for the game. No matter what his body is feeling like, he's still out there giving it all he has. And, um, you know, it's just good just to see uh, people like that on your team because it just makes you, you know, want to want to go out there and just play better and, and do your job. You're seeing him um, went down last week with an injury and came back and, and played in a playoff game. So it, it was just real inspiring to see. What are the things that make him – as good as he is that as someone who has had to go against him in, in training camp and some practices, um, what did you learn about the difference? Maybe even before you'd ever gone against him, I'm sure you'd watched him plenty. Um, but then when you're actually out there with him, what, what stood out to you? Uh, about Mike, I would say um, just his intensity towards the game. Like he wants to be perfect every time. And like, if, if he drops a ball or anything like that, he's like, man, last year caught that ball like things like that. And I feel like that's what stands out. And that, and that's the difference from being good and great is like when, you know, like you make a bad play or a bad play happens and you're like, man, I should have got that. Like I'm gonna get that next time. It won't happen again. I feel like he has that mentality and I feel like that's why he stands out and that's why he's Mike Evans. Yeah. I think that is a great way of putting it. All right. Well, we have more coming up here on Buccaneers total access with safety Antoine Winfield jr. Brought to you by Advent health. We'll be right back. This is the Buccaneers radio network. If this were just any door, and this were just any ignition connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty, which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through March 1st. Enjoy a credit of up to $1,500 toward your first two monthly payments through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Shop online or drop by your local dealer today. Credit towards your first two months payment available only to qualified customers on select certified pre-owned models. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on this offer and certified pre-owned warranties. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Euro Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at SuncoastMercedesBenz.com. To beat your opponent, you've got to know your opponent. Once you understand their weaknesses, you can create the best strategy to win. That's what they do at Moffitt Cancer Center every day, using research to uncover smarter ways to defeat cancer. Ranked as the top cancer center in Florida and the Southeast by U.S. News and World Report, they're a proud partner of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Learn more about the game-changing research and patient care at Moffitt.org. Moffitt Cancer Center. Enter the Ford VIP tailgate contest today for your chance to win two season tickets to the Buccaneers 2021 season. Just go to Buccaneers.com forward slash Ford to enter. The winner receives two season tickets plus the ultimate tailgate package, which includes two chairs, a grill, and a big screen TV. Don't wait. The winner will be announced on Facebook during Super Bowl 55. Enter the Ford VIP tailgate contest today. Brought to you by your local Ford dealers. 
If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a park ranger, but the only quotes they'd probably give you would be about the beauty of a fallen leaf or ripples in a pond, not the kind that could save you money on your policies. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who's an expert navigator of the insurance landscape. They could use their expertise to guide you on ways to save hundreds on your policies, while leaving it up to your park ranger to save the wilderness and any endangered picnic baskets. Go online to geico.com local to find a Geico agent near you. You're listening to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health, with head coach Bruce Arians and Bucks insider Casey Phillips. Welcome back to Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health. We are here with safety Antoine Winfield Jr. And I know not having Devin in the lineup recently, that's a, it's a big blow to the defense, his role as a leader, the way he plays on the field, all of that stuff. Um, how important is it to you guys now to know that you're going to be able to get him back for this next week? Um, extremely important. You know, we need all of our best players on the field, um, especially going into this playoff game. So having Devin back is gonna gonna um, be great for our defense and our team as a whole. Had you felt the need to be even more vocal or change anything else about your game when he was out? Uh, no, not really. Still played the same game. Still being me. Didn't really feel like I needed to change anything. What have you learned from him in terms of being a leader as quickly? as he has the way that you're on track to be knowing that he's only a year ahead of you and, and knowing the way that this organization and the other players in the team view him. How has that given you maybe a bit of a blueprint for how to be that kind of leader as a first and second year player? Yeah. I feel like it was good for me to see because yeah, this is only his second year and he's basically like one of the leaders on our team and on our defense. And um, you know, it's always weird when you first come into a new organization you kind of see the leaders real fast and you're like wondering like, what does it take to be that leader? And just watching Devin, um, just how he works and how he leads every day. Like you, you can, you can be that leader at a young age. Like it doesn't matter how old you are Like coming in, you can be a leader right away. So seeing that after like allow me to open up a little bit more and be more vocal coming in because um, seeing him do it. Now I know he is a lot of times one of the guys that gives the, the fiery pregame speeches. There's, him and I think Levante and JPP, a few different guys rotate that spot. Is that something you would ever end up doing, you think? Yeah, I, I could definitely see myself doing that. Which is so funny because I feel like in some ways off the field, you come across as a little bit more like mild mannered and like I go, guys like, like that seems like that takes such a specific um, skill set almost. Is that like, is that something you feel like your talent or like, do you have a bit of that Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> situation on and off the field? Um. I wouldn't say so much um, of that, but it's just one of those things that you got to feel because, um, I mean, there's other people that are coming up and giving those speeches, too. It's just one of those things that you just feel in the moment and you feel like you got to take over this moment and say something. You go out there and just say it. So it's not necessarily a routine of those guys. It's different guys pretty much every week. So I like something that. you got to feel in the moment. Yeah, I like that. And how about Levante? He had um, a really big sack and also a pass breakup in the end zone uh, in the game against Washington. Uh, what are some of the things that stood out about his play in that game, and especially, again, without Devin in there, that Levante being asked to maybe take on even more than normal? Yeah, uh, Levante, he's just <laughs> – he's good at everything. Um, he's also a, a great leader on our team. And um, it's crazy that it's year nine and how he still moves around. You would You would think he's <laughs> – uh, third, fourth year coming in like to the league, but he's nine. This is his ninth year, and he's moving around like he's a rookie. It's crazy, um, how he's able to move around at his age. 
I love that. I feel like he's probably got to feel like such an old man that, you know, whenever the, those are the, the things that a rookie like you, how much older than you, he is here in yeah. man at his age. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's it is. It, it really is. <laughs> I love that. Um, how about facing the saints now for the third time in a season? I mean, this is rare in the NFL, even, you know, it's the, yep. this is the first time the bucks have done it since 1997 to face any team three times in a season, but definitely coming out of college, not a thing that, uh, you you would have to do so. What is it like to to be preparing for the same team for the third time in a year? Yeah, um, really a lot of self criticism. Um, just watching the previous games that we played against and seeing how I played and what areas of I feel like I can have made plays on, I feel like it's something that is, is going to be huge for me. Um, studying throughout this week. Um, also just going back and revisiting what they do. Um, what are their tendencies? What do they like to do? And so, um, I guess it's kind of good when you get to play a team three times because you kind of know what it's going to be like. So you can already put yourself uh, in different positions in your mind, just playing it over and over, how these guys move, how they run their routes, how Drew's throwing the ball. So I feel like it's a good thing that uh, we get to play them again. And I can't wait. I'm excited. That sounds like the perfect attitude to have. I'm sure Bucks fans are uh, hyped to hear how excited you are. I know that all the Bucks fans are pretty hyped for that win against the Saints. Uh, we're talking to safety Anton Winfield Jr. How about Drew Brees? What are the things that you have learned? Again, same thing where I'm sure you've watched him a million times, but then mm-hmm. the difference in watching him you know, on TV as a fan versus actually going up against him. What did you learn about why he's had the kind of success he's had for so long? Yeah, I would say because he's a smart player. Um, he's smart. And uh, he's just good at uh, going through his progressions and hitting his reads and finding little holes in the defense. So um, I understand why he's still around because he's still, he, you know, Drew Brees is a great quarterback. Um, you know, like you said, somebody I watched growing up, and it's crazy that I'm still playing against him at his age. <laughs> um, but um, no, Drew Brees is great. And I mean, you've had to, between practice and games, now you will have gone against Brady, Rogers, Breeze, Mahomes. I mean, you've, you've gotten quite an indoctrination <laughs> as, yeah. as a rookie here. Who <laughs> would you say, what are the things maybe that you have learned from some of those different guys? I mean, they're, they're very different types of quarterbacks. Um, yep. and, and what have you learned from each of them? And maybe what are the toughest types of quarterbacks for you to go against? Um, I would say the toughest types of quarterbacks to go against are, uh, I would say definitely dual threat quarterbacks. So somebody like Patrick Mahomes, who's able to, like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, those guys that are able to, you know, get out the pocket and extend plays. And, um, you know, those guys can extend plays for five extra seconds and find somebody running wide open. And so those are definitely the toughest guys because you got to worry about them running and also throwing the ball. Yeah, and and do you feel like you've been – how have you felt you have done against them, that when you look at the, the caliber of quarterback you've had to go against and the way you've been able to play, what does that tell you about your own confidence and your own ability in this league? Yeah, um, the confidence is there. I just feel like I need to make more plays on the ball um, to, you know, further my – I'm just <laughs> – this first year is all about, like, experience and things like that, so – I feel like working on making plays on the ball with those types of quarterbacks is going to elevate my my career and elevate my game as a player. And Alvin Kamara, another uh, potent weapon besides Breeze. I mean, we saw yeah. on Christmas that he is capable of pretty much anything. So uh, what is it like for a defense to try to prepare for a guy like him? And, and what are the things that you feel like you guys have learned in the, the last couple matchups with him? Yeah, 
uh, preparing for a play like that, he's very versatile. You know, he's running back. He, he can split out wide as a slot receiver, an outside receiver, and they use him pretty much everywhere. So he's just somebody that we got to um, focus on more because he's their top player. Um, but, I mean, going up against guys like that, you just got a game plan against those guys. And how about Michael Thomas? Uh, what are the things that you see from him as a wide receiver, and, and where does he rank in terms of uh, some of the toughest guys that you feel like there are to cover out there? Oh, yeah, Michael Thomas is up there. Um, versus him, you know, like I said, like same thing with Alvin Kamara, got a game plan against him, making sure that <laughs> we're, we know where they are at all times because those are their, their game breakers. Those are guys that make the team go. And how about Jared Cook? Uh, for you as a safety, uh, what, what do you like and dislike whenever you end up having to, to go against a, a pretty big tight end that can also um, be so effective in the receiving game? Yeah, with those guys that <laughs> the tight ends, the big guys are, that can run, um, you kind of just got to play off because, you know, they like to use their body a lot. They like to use their, their length. So for me, someone who's 5'9", I'm a proud 5'9 guy. I'll tell you my height. <laughs> um, you just gotta, you gotta uh, let those, you gotta, you just gotta um, let those guys play around in their area. But you gotta make plays on the ball when they're up in the air. Um, they're gonna use their body. They're gonna push off and do all types of things. So you just gotta kind of play those guys tight. Now I gotta know: Have you ever lied about your height on rosters ever? <laughs> nah, nah. I was always pretty uh, solid about my height. You know, I'm a proud five nine or so. I like it. I, I, I like it. Yeah. Never lied have you about ever? That. Uh, have you been mad when you've seen that other guys like you're standing next to him and you're like, wait a minute, he's listed at five eleven, and I feel like I'm the same size as him. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Whatever they want to list them, I mean that that's fine. But I I know where I'm at, and I'm proud of who I am. So <laughs> I like it. Is it. What it is. <laughs> I like it. Um, how do you feel like our? We, we've heard a lot about you know the Bucks' offense needing that time to grow and missing all that time in the off season, and the fact that. Uh, they're at a different place now than they were maybe with some of the other matchups with the Saints. But how about you guys as a defense? How do you feel like you're different than the last time you had to face the Saints or, or, or maybe each of the matchups? Because it's sort of an interesting kind of beginning, middle and end of the season this mm -hmm. year. Um, I feel like we're different. Uh, well, for me, um, first coming in, I mean, I feel like we played them early on uh, in the season. And so those are uh, first few games I encountered in my NFL career. So I feel like I'm more experienced as a as a player and um, in a confidence level of what I need to do and where I need to be. So I feel like this is a good thing for me getting to see them um, at the end of the season where I feel like I played an entire season. And so um, as a defense, I feel like our chemistry is there. Um, we still got to make more plays and create more takeaways to give back to our offense. But I feel like um, our chemistry has went up. You mentioned that you've gotten all that more experience. Um, how has that manifested either on the field or in the meeting rooms, what are the kind of tangible ways that you have seen that impact your game? Um, I would say just learning from my mistakes. Um, if I make a mistake, uh, you won't beat me twice on it. So um, just learning from what I've done in the past so that I can make those plays in the future. So like if I see a certain set that I know I've messed up on, I'm like, all right, they're probably going to go back to this. And which teams often do because they watch the film, they study us. Um, and just making sure that I'm making plays on those um, mistakes that I made previously. All right, we have one more segment coming up on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Advent Health with Safety Antoine Winfield Jr. So don't go anywhere. This is the Buccaneers Radio Network. Hi, I'm David Moss from Moss Nissan, where we have three good locations to better serve you. And I hope you're enjoying the coach's show. At Moss Nissan, we know you have many choices when it comes to purchasing your next new or quality pre-owned vehicle, such as where to buy, what to buy, 
and who to buy from. That's why at Moss Nissan, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. That's right, our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, three great locations. Moss Nissan, choose wisely. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Fans, enter the Ford VIP tailgate contest today for your chance to win two season tickets to the Buccaneers 2021 season. Just go to Buccaneers.com forward slash Ford to enter. The winner receives two season tickets plus the ultimate tailgate package, which includes two chairs, a grill, and a big screen TV. Don't wait. The winner will be announced on Facebook during Super Bowl 55. Enter the Ford VIP tailgate contest today. Brought to you by your local Ford dealers. Frontier presents Confessions of a Laptop. Hey, your laptop here. Your slow, unreliable internet is making things a drag, my friend. It's time to get Frontier Frontier Fiber Optic Internet. Internet. With upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable. And because it's fiber optics, it's more resistant to bad weather. Frontier 500 Meg starts at just $39.99 a month plus tax. See the light. Switch to fiber with Frontier Fiber Optic Internet. Go to Frontier.com slash Fiber for complete offer details. Services subject to availability in all applicable terms and conditions. Earn your nursing or healthcare degree online in a way that works for you. At Rasmussen College, you can start strong with programs built online by design, with a campus nearby to support you. As the number one educator of RNs in Florida, we prepare you for success before and after graduation. Rasmussen College, proud partner of the Buccaneers Radio Network three Tampa campuses and online nationally. Start strong, finish stronger at rasmussen.edu. Your kids mean everything. At Johns Hopkins All Children's, we're ready to care for them for vaccinations or wellness checks, for healing a little hurt or a big one. Johns Hopkins All Children's. When you need us, we're here. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians now continues. Brought to you by Advent Health. This is our final segment here on Buccaneers Total Access brought to you by Advent Health. We're here with safety Antoine Winfield Jr. And, you know, looking back at your rookie season, do you feel like there are some moments or plays or memories or things that'll be what you take with you from your rookie season that we know we hope it's still not over for a few more games, but um, Mm -hmm. as we're getting closer to the end of it, what, what are those things that you think are going to stick out when, you know, you, you're telling the stories of your rookie year someday? Um, I would say, well, something that I'll always remember are the plays that I get beat on. It's like those are the plays that you always remember. No matter, like, the good plays you make, you always remember the ones like, all right, man, I remember I got beat on this play because those stick out the most. So I pretty much always remember the plays that I got beat on. Um, and then I always pretty much remember the plays where I made, like, interceptions and forced fumbles and things like that. That's so sad that that's, it feels like the majority of, like you're talking about how it's like the main thing you remember are the plays that you yeah. didn't do well. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that just stick out like a sore thumb. Like you just always remember the plays that you did bad on versus yeah. the good plays sometimes. That's so funny. Well, how about this? All right, let's talk about some of your favorite plays you've made then. Let's let's etch some of those into your brain a little bit more. Is there one play <laughs> you, think you could say is your favorite or maybe you have a, a top three or something? My favorite play... 
Um, I'm trying to think of a favorite play. Uh, well, getting my first interception might have been my favorite play. Um, just because it was my first interception, you know, that was uh, super exciting being able to get that first one. So that's, I would say that was probably my favorite play. I like that. Uh, how about the the plans for a celebration uh, you you have here of either for interceptions, <laughs> scoring touchdowns? I mean, if you're going to be in this league a long time, you know, I know, I know that right. <laughs> you, you DBs are supposed to be the ones with swag on the team. So what do you? What I do you know, think? I know. I got to come up with something. My dad is always telling me, "Hey, you got to get your celebrations right. It's playoff time. <laughs> get your celebrations right." But I, I, I'm still thinking about some. I gotta I gotta find some that I can do. Well, you only have three or four days here before your next game. This is not a lot of time here. <laughs> I know. I got to figure something out quickly. I feel like your teammates would probably be very happy to help you on that front. Um, yeah. <laughs> how about, again, you you had such a unique opportunity to be more familiar with the NFL world because of your dad than most people. But um, has anything surprised you about actually playing in the league as, as compared to what you thought it would be like? Um, no, not really. Um, I feel like I was prepared um for everything um just hearing it from my dad the first time who played for 14 years he pretty much told me how it was going to be and it was pretty much how he said it was so um there wasn't anything that stood out specifically everything pretty much went uh, as I expected we're talking to safety Anton Winfield Jr how about the toughest matchups you've had we talked about how these you know so many incredible quarterbacks you've gone against a lot of great wide receivers and and tight ends and running backs and all mm-hmm. of that who would you say if you had to pick you know one or two guys that have been the toughest for you to match up against who would it be the toughest to match up against uh first person i can think of is uh Tyreek Hill he um he's a problem uh <laughs> it's it's his speed I, I don't think i've ever seen anybody run like that on a football field. Um, so I would definitely have to go with Tiger Hill. He's he's one of the toughest people to cover, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so that's the coverage part. How about has there been someone that you think is the hardest to tackle? Hardest to tackle? Um, I would have to go with uh, Kamara. Kamara is one of the tougher guys to tackle. Um, you know, he has great balance. His balance is outstanding. You, He's one of those guys you have to – grab him and wrap him up and take him to the ground if you just go in there and just try to dive at him uh he, he's gonna break those all day so I'll say Kamara is one of the toughest guys to tackle it's it's incredible to get to have a guy like Todd Bowles as your defensive coordinator who's had so much experience in this league uh what are the biggest things that you feel like you've learned from him this year um I would just say biggest thing I learned from him um he's super smart um he I love coach because he he puts us in great positions to play out on the field um, and I would say one thing that I learned from him is just how, cause he played safety before <laughs> in his career. And so just listen to him talk about the safety position as far as route concepts. Like, let's say if like a receiver runs like a dig, uh, number one from the opposite side is going to run a post. Just route concepts is something I feel like I picked up from him. Just listening to him talk and um, just being under him. And then how about just in general, the, all of the coaches that you interact with, what are the things that they say they still want you working on and, and maybe some of the goals for next year for you? Yeah, um, one thing I would say is just being more aggressive uh, on the ball um, and, and making plays on the ball is one thing that uh, they said I need to work on. And I also feel like I need to work on that as well. Well, that's good. If you're already in agreement with them, that works That works out. It's not like you're sitting there saying, no, nah, I, don't, I don't agree with you. I think you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, I mean, how about just final thoughts, thing you're most looking forward to about this next playoff game against the Saints? 
um, just playing against them. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to. I said it after we lost them the second time. I'm like, I want to play them again. And I, I hope that we will play them in the playoffs. And here's the opportunity. So, you know, I can't wait to go out there and play against the Saints for the third time this year. I love it. All right. Well, this has been Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians and safety Anton Winfield Jr. Anton, thanks so much for joining us and good luck against the Saints. No problem. Thank you very much. All right. This has been brought to you by Advent Health. We'll see you next week. This is Buccaneers Radio Network. If this were just any door and this were just any ignition connected to just any transmission in just any vehicle, then perhaps it would be okay to buy it from just anyone. But this is not just any car. It's a certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz. Every detail has been inspected and road tested by highly skilled Mercedes-Benz technicians. And it's all backed by an unlimited mileage warranty. Which makes the decision of where to buy one simple. Your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer. The certified pre-owned sales event going on now through March 1st. Enjoy a credit of up to $1,500 toward your first two monthly payments through Mercedes-Benz Financial Services. Shop online or drop by your local dealer today. Credit towards your first two months payment available only to qualified customers on select certified pre-owned models. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz dealer for complete details and limitations on this offer and certified pre-owned warranties. For a test drive, visit Mercedes-Benz of Tampa, Fields Motor Cars, Crown Euro Cars, Mercedes-Benz of Sarasota, Mercedes-Benz of Clearwater, and Mercedes-Benz of Wesley Chapel. Or online at SuncoastMercedesBenz.com. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles. But the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Hi, I'm David Moss from Moss Nissan, where we have three good locations to better serve you. And I hope you're enjoying the coach's show. At Moss Nissan, we know you have many choices when it comes to purchasing your next new or quality pre-owned vehicle, such as where to buy, what to buy, and who to buy from. That's why at Moss Nissan, our goal is to never lose your business over price with our best deal guarantee. That's right, our best deal guarantee. Moss Nissan, three great locations. Moss Nissan, choose wisely. Hello, this is your apartment. I need some favors from you. Your cat keeps rubbing against the kitchen island, and I can't return the favor. Can you give her extra pets for me? After that, could you bundle your renters and car insurance with GEICO? We could save money, and it's easy to do online. And one last thing. Could you leave the TV on during the day? I need to catch up on my soaps. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Rubenstein, and this is Rubenstein's Rules for Personal Injury. Rule number one, get an attorney. When you or a loved one have been injured by another's negligence, an experienced attorney can make a huge difference. At Rubenstein Law, we will find all the insurance, make sure your injuries are documented, and work to get you the best result. While each case is different, a well-known insurance company's own study show people with a lawyer, on average, got more money. Call Rubenstein Law at 1-800-FL-LEGAL. Offices in Tampa and throughout Florida. Buccaneers Total Access with head coach Bruce Arians has been brought to you by Advent Health. With award-winning care and a network of convenient locations, Advent Health is here to help you feel whole. Learn more at yourcareyournetwork.com. This is Tampa Bay Sports Radio, 95.3 WDAE and AM620 St. Petersburg. Home of the best box coverage.